Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yo, yo, welcome to your day off. My name is Corey, and of course, I'm sitting next to my bud, Tone. What's up, Tone? What's up, brother? How you doing today? I'm good, man. So, uh, this is really cool. So, I um, actually found today's guest on Instagram, and um, she's just such an incredible artist that I couldn't stop, like, well, two things. One, she's an incredible artist, and two, she's kind of, like, created a niche market in the hair world for us, and like the more I follow her, the more you just kind of understand what her talent is and what her art, 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 art artistry is. It's funny because yeah, when you first uh, mentioned this person's name and I start researching them and I'm looking at it, and the more that uh, I uh, was researching her, the more I became obsessed with her. The more I just I get that I mean, she is a true artist when uh, when it comes to hair. There's no doubt about it. And the way that she's approaching hair is just a little bit different. It's not, you know, it's not layers and, um, and balayage, you know, it's, she's got her own, like I said, just, she unique, does those things, but yeah, she does a lot more than just that. And absolutely. You know, you know, she's a pretty cool man. You know, she, she's the coolest of the cool. Well, you want to introduce her? I think it's time, right? Let's do it. So Miss Rolly Locks, welcome to your day off. Thanks. Thanks for having me, guys. Do you say all those super nice things about everyone or just me? We say those things about you because um, <laughs> it's the truth, really. I yeah. mean, we uh, it's funny because like my uh, when he first came to me, you know what I mean? I was like, OK, that's cool. And it literally as I, as I start to research you, I became a huge fan. So oh my God, thank you so much. And uh, Corey's like, ah, I thought you would. <laughs> I thought you'd like it, Rich. <laughs> yeah, you're incredible, Rolly. It's it's pretty amazing. Um, Thanks. A, a, a couple of things. Let's uh, let's just jump right in, Tone. Yeah. So uh, uh, before Rolly Locks, uh, where did you uh, grow up? Where did where are you from? Uh, I'm here in St. Petersburg, Florida, and I pretty much grew up here. I would say I started my hair career in Orlando. I originally moved to Orlando to go to University of Central Florida, you know, to please my parents and go to college. But I knew deep down that that wasn't for me. So I studied studio art and went through all four years of college just making ceramics and drawing naked people, which was super (laughs) dope. And then I got a job as a receptionist in a really well-known salon out there. And I think that that's kind of like when it hit me, I'm like, oh my God, I can interact with people and I can do hair. And that's like kind of how it all started. So then after college, I realized like I'm going to cosmetology school. My parents were not happy about it. They were like, we paid for you to go to school and you're supposed to be a lawyer. Actually, my mom says I should be a news anchor, but that doesn't make any sense because I have like dreads and tattoos. So like, I don't know what news station she watches. Yeah, right. But um, so yeah, so then I just, I started doing hair in Orlando 
specifically dreadlocks and uh then i moved closer to the water i mean so now that, I'm in St. Pete. that's it i mean we didn't we didn't mention it before but uh but rolly locks is a um just an incredible like it, it's such a unique thing like i don't even know if we have words for it but you know she's she's created this incredible like niche out of doing like dreadlock and i'm going to call it dreadlock art because it's so much further than just like dreadlock hair right it's it's, it's yeah it's for sure you do i mean you do have a true artistry background i mean yeah you know i mean and, and bringing that into our world is uh you know what i mean is blessing everybody else in our industry yeah, it's pretty crazy Thanks. you know it's like it's kind of been a little bit of a struggle though because i feel like a lot of times people other hairstylists just think that like oh she's just like a dirty hippie and dreadlocks are gross and like those people smell and they don't wash their hair but it's so much deeper than that like dreadlocks means so much to the people that I visit and I have people travel from all over the world to see me and so to me that tells me that they care a lot about their hair (laughs) and they allow me to pretty much do whatever with it you know, something that's going to be on their head forever. Before we get too much further, I mean, let's jump into that a little bit. Like what, tell me about, are dreadlocks dirty? I mean, let's, let, let's, let's debunk some of that kind of, that, some of those thoughts. Uh, well, the people that I deal with do not have dirty dreadlocks. <laughs> you actually right. do wash your hair once a week is what I suggest. And all, I don't use any products. I just use uh, a crochet hook to do the maintenance. So I'm like basically making a whole bunch of tiny knots. Um, and then the products that I do use for, for shampoos and stuff like that are always going to be like paraben free, silicone free, sulfate free, all of that stuff. So nothing really gets built up inside of them. So they are clean. Uh-huh. And like when you, when, when one were to shampoo their dreadlocks, it's not like a normal head wash, right? Is it, do they kind of like, do they have to kind of like squish it into the dread? Does that make sense? Yeah. I always tell everybody just to focus on scrubbing their scalp and get in there really good and like pretend you're washing a dog, like scrub it like so good and then let the shampoo fall into the dreadlocks and then like squeeze them like sponges. Perfect. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's, it's pretty normal. (laughs) When you went to cosmetology school and you came out and you're, you're, you know, full fledged hairdresser, Mm -hmm. when did you uh, discovered, uh, you uh you wanted to do dreads or you you know you got into dreads I mean how long into your career so it was kind of like ass backwards I started wearing dreadlocks um you know when I was in college and stuff I made the extensions and I just tied them in my hair and I wore those for a really long time and then when I started working as a receptionist in the salon um you know I was in that environment and it was like a cool trendy salon so a lot of people started asking me about them So I would make a bunch of extensions and then just sell them to people. Then I realized like, wow, this is a really lucrative business. Who knew so many people wanted this? So then I went to cosmetology school and I went in there like full focus on I'm going to do dreads, but they didn't teach that in my school. Um, But I just, I was like self-taught and I knew I needed a license in order, you know, to really make it. Oh man, that's, that's pretty, you knew exactly what you wanted I mean, yeah, definitely. It's crazy. Like, I don't know anyone that's at cosmetology school being like, I'm going to be a dread expert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was interesting for sure. That's pretty cool. Yeah, you, they should, uh, the Viking, you know, that show, the Vikings. Yeah. yeah. They should bring you on that. I mean, you know what I mean? Cause when I look at some of your work, it kind of reminds me of, of some of those characters with, uh, you know, half braids, dreads kind of like coming at you like a warrior. It's yes. I love it. Yeah. That's love that. Great. 
So, so you get out of school, uh, and then, uh, because, you know, I'm looking at your other work as well, like some of your haircuts or colors. I mean, it, it, mm-hmm. they're beautiful as well. Thanks. I think that I've just always had an eye for it. Um, I've just always loved to create and play with color. Like I said, I, I was in school for art, you know, before doing hair. So it's just always been, I'm a, I'm a very visual person. So you just have a natural eye. Yeah, sounds like it, right? Right. <laughs> the eye that I'm jealous of. Yeah, <laughs> I fight every day for it. So, um, so you know, just to back up to what Tony was saying, so you actually you do more than just dreadlocks, right? Uh, you know, I do, I do color, um, I do haircuts, but honestly, like not really. I mean, ninety eight percent of my clientele is dreadlocks. I'm happy to take on color clients just to give me that different creative element. Yeah. But I'm like so obsessed with dreads and my books are so full with that, that I like, I can't really complain, you know? How long are your, um, how long are your appointments when you, uh, when you do dreads or does it depend on the client? It does depend. It, it varies usually like a dreadlock maintenance. So somebody like Philip Wolf that already has dreadlocks and then their roots grow out and they get a little fluffy and frizzy uh-huh. that I tighten them with a crochet hook that usually takes one to two hours and then if somebody were to start dreadlocks from loose brushable hair to locks, that takes about four to five hours, which is fast as shit. <laughs> four <or> five hours. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, it's it, a lot of work. Yeah, it is a lot of work. So doing it in four or five hours is impressive. It's very impressive, actually. It's pretty cool because, uh, you know, a lot of people with dreadlocks, since there's not too many hairstylists that do it they've had like this vision of having dread so maybe they've had a friend or a boyfriend or something like help them with their hair and I always hear these crazy stories like oh like just yesterday I was uh installing some synthetic dread extensions on someone and she's like it took 12 hours last time I had my friend do this it was 12 hours like I can't even believe it it took an hour and a half you know so she was just like totally shocked Wow. So you saved her nine and a half, 10 hours of her life. (laughs) Exactly. Well, you know what, what's the value? What's the cost of that? You know, to save 12 hours of somebody's life. How did you, you know, from a business perspective, how did you figure out like what your, uh, what your costs were going to be in that jazz? You know, that's interesting because I think I'm still kind of learning that. Uh, When I very first started, you know, I charge minimal. Um, But now that I see my value and how much, demand there is for my service I I charge about a hundred dollars an hour and then it also kind of varies on the service and the person so but you, um you working fast is hurting your business yeah right so that's kind of like what I realized as time went on that charging hourly um wasn't really helping me so for like basic maintenances I charge hourly but anything else is like a custom price so if somebody was to start a full head of dreadlocks from brushable hair I charge anywhere from like 800 to a thousand that's not too bad either though I mean if you look at like what extensions are you know right right and that's kind of like what I was trying to base it off of to be honest because I feel like so many women pay you know for their fusion tip or tape and extensions or whatever and I kind of wanted to see how much that cost and then kind of mimicked it a little bit right and it's such a specific um you know because nobody I mean, 
it, you know, there's people out there that do extensions, but there's very few people out there that, that does dreads the way you do dreads. And right. your dreads are, are you making them or do, or do you purchase them pre Are they already dreaded when you purchase them? Absolutely not. I make everything by hand and everything is custom. So you can choose synthetic hair. You can choose human hair. You can choose your length. You can choose your color. It can be ombre. It can be braids mixed with dreads. Like I'm down to do anything. And I make all of the dreads prior to the appointment. Which is, you know, which a lot of people can't say about extensions. So, you know, you're, you're charging the same as, you know, as a lot of people doing extensions, but yours is actually handmade. Right. Right. Maybe I need to like mark these prices up and we're not going to let my kids listen to this podcast. So, so Rolly, you, um, you actually buy extension hair and then you dread that stuff up. Is that how it works? Yep, exactly. So if there's any extension companies listening to me talk right now, feel free to sponsor me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm definitely looking for some sort of sponsorship. I think it would be ideal to have, sorry about that guys. It would be ideal to have, um, an extension brand behind me because everything that I do is extension related and you know, why not help me out? I help Absolutely. you out. Have you reached out to any, uh, uh, do you have like preferences of particular extensions you, you use that you like better over than another? Don't mention them by book, uh, are there? Well, I actually, I used hair talk extensions on Doug Theo's, um, dreadlocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those worked out pretty nice. Um, have you reached? But out no, to I any, don't. Have you reached out to any of those guys to see if they would sponsor you? Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't reached out to any of them. So, Roll, so you make your um your own extensions and stuff. Are those available to outside people too? Like, do you sell them to either your customers or if other hairdressers inquired, would you uh, would you sell them to them? Or actually, I'm not going to answer that for you. You answer it. <laughs> uh, actually, the way it works is, um. I have people email me inquiries about what they would like to have done to their hair. I think a lot of people have more questions than answers in the beginning. So um, I have everybody direct their questions to my email and then I check them and I sell and ship dreadlocks internationally. Although I am, I have max amount of orders right now. So I'm currently not making and shipping any more of my dreadlocks unless you're local or I travel also like monthly, I'll go to a different, um, a different state and I put that out there on Instagram like oh I'm going to be in LA next month if anybody wants to get some dreads done then they can email me and I'll make them custom for them but I'm no longer just like shipping and handing them out now I'm only making them and installing them myself is that because the time became an issue time has become an issue for sure well that's a good problem to have huh <laughs> it is I can't complain how do you scale that <laughs> Yeah. Bring, bring on someone that you train, I guess, right? Yeah. You know, I've thought about that. I've thought about ha- adding um, more people, you know, to my brand and teaching people how to dreadlock and, and do all that. But honestly, like, I don't really want that. I don't want to be a boss. I don't want to have employees. I don't want to, I don't want that responsibility. I'm so happy with it just being me. And Rolly Locks just being me. And like that could sound selfish, like I'm not spreading the knowledge, but it's it's just like where my passion lies. Plus it's my baby. So I want to teach people 
how to do dreadlocks and I want them to be like really great at it. And, and I don't want them to be doing it on people saying I taught them if it's, if it's not going to be perfect. (laughs) So maybe down the road, but I don't foresee that anytime soon. Right. Rolly show. I like it. The Rolly show. (laughs) We rolling with Rolly show. Yep. (laughs) That's me. That's pretty cool. So what does a, um, a Rolly lock appointment look like? So if I was a, a new client and I wanted to, uh, you know, kind of make an appointment with you. I mean, how, how does, how does, since you're so booked up, how does, how does someone make an, an appointment? With you? Well, like I said, I, uh, I have everybody that's interested in booking an appointment with me. That would be a new, a potential new client. They send me an email, which is released to the sky at gmail.com. And I do have, uh, somebody that, I hire to like go through all of my appointments and do my booking. So it's pretty good. Like you will get a response and you will get on the book. Um, so I would say just email me (laughs) (laughs) and I pre-book all my regular clients. So like everybody that I've been seeing for years, like I just pre-book them and then I know when I see them next. Will they send a pic of themselves uh, or, you know, kind of what they. Yeah. Usually I ask for somebody to send me, um, you know, a picture of their hair and what they want, what they want done. Do they want, you know, temporary dreads? Do they want permanent dreads? Do they want to add hair? Do they just want to use their hair? But, All but that kind of stuff. There's a question. So when you, um, when you use dreadlock extensions, how, um, how is it adhering to the hair? Does it braid in or, or tape? Yep. So I like section the hair the same way somebody would do box braids. And then I tie your hair around the dreadlock extension and secure it with uh, an elastic band or a thread. And then they're worn for two to three months at a time. Then you take them out because just like any other extension, your hair slips uh, or your hair grows out and the extension slips. So then I would move them up um, after like two to three months. So then the actual dreadlock extensions are going to last you a lifetime. Once you have them in your hands, then you just come in for like, you know, move ups, reinstalls. And when you say move up, that's just moving up kind of like the extension. I mean, kind of yep. the same strand. Yep. Yep. Because then like the Brilliant. extension flips as your hair grows. So I just move them up and reinstall them. So does it, does the hair get mad at like um, inside of the extension or, you know, up the extension? No, actually it doesn't. As long as they're installed properly, I use um, like a basic three strand braid. And I also coat the hair with uh, Redken's braid aid, uh-huh. which I love. It like basically gives your hair like a coating um, and also a grip for me when braiding. But it definitely, I find it definitely keeps the hair from matting up. And you you have to come in every two to three months. I mean, if you leave them in for a long time, then that's about to happen. So two to three months, that's when your normal client is, uh, is pre-booking for? Correct. No that's, for the, that's for the dreadlock extensions. For natural dreadlock maintenance, I have people come usually once a month or every six weeks, either or. So every six weeks, uh, uh, color retouch. Yep, exactly. That's pretty cool. God, there's so much to know about dreadlocks. Who knew there was something <laughs> to know about dreadlocks? Yeah. And it- right. Yeah, they're pretty tight too. I mean, I know it's pretty cool. So I highly recommend that um, that our listeners, you know, go to your your Instagram account and just take a look at the uh, the magic that um that she's producing. Uh, Rolly, what's your Instagram handle? It's Rollies to the Sky. R O L L I E S, the number two, and then the sky. And that's your email address as well, correct? 
correct. At Gmail. And yep. Do you have a website people can come check you out? Yep, it's rollylocks.com. And how do you spell locks? L O C S. That's pretty cool. So Rolly, um, no cop outs, okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> Tell me right now what you're absolutely obsessed with. Right now? Yeah, right now. What are you absolutely obsessed with? You're not allowed to say world peace. You're not allowed to. Is there a record? Is there a shirt? Is there a lipstick? Is there, what, what are you just absolutely obsessed with right now? Oh, my God. I don't know if this is appropriate. Well, you can say <laughs> it. Go ahead. Um, I'm like currently, um, I'm an avid pot smoker. And I'm currently obsessed with these things called shine papers. It's 24 karat gold rolling papers. So I feel like a straight boss when I'm smoking them. <laughs> karat gold. Yes. Papers. Rolling papers. And I'm trying to get sponsored by them. Actually, I think it's in the works. So you might, I decided with my Instagram page, my stories will be like my smoking life. And then my page is my hair life. Cause it does kind of coincide. It is a true stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> Usually I'll say a true gangster, but a true Rasta. <laughs> She's all blazed in her stories. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Don't judge me. Hey, hey there's nope. no judgment, man. Nope. We don't judge. <laughs> hey, it's legal in Maryland. We're cool, man. Oh, yeah. Sweet. It's not here in Florida, though. No, we won't that's okay. no, that's why I'm, I'm leaving for Amsterdam tomorrow. I'm going for 420. No doubt, man. That's pretty badass. Yeah. I'm just trying to live my best life. It's like gold schlagers, right? Didn't they have 24 karat gold in their alcohol? Yep. <laughs> it's like the gold. next level. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. That is awesome. Well, Miss Rolly Locks, from her, yes. from her Jeep in her, uh, in her garage. <laughs> On a windy cold Florida day. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Rolly Locks, thank you very much for joining us on your day off. Thanks so much, guys. I had a blast. I'll see you at premiere. Awesome. Hey, hey, so there it is. Hey, this is a message that um, we've been trying to bring, I don't know, for the last couple of months, actually since we started the podcast. Hey, so if you like the podcast or if you find that it's useful, please, please, please leave us a review, a five-star review on iTunes. Um, Leave us a rating and a review. But if you don't like it, forget about it. (laughs) Yeah, totally forget about this message. We also want to thank Sarah and Blaine from Pretty Gritty. Uh, Sarah and Blaine, they are a band band out of uh, portland oregon and we just want to thank them very much for allowing us to use their song pleased to meet you on our podcast um that's cool i think you can find actually you can you can find their music on um on itunes peace and hair grease